everybody, I'm Vicki Abelson, and this is The Road Taken, and this is my wing woman, Louise Planker. Hi, Vicki. Hi, Louise. Happy birthday. Oh, thanks. Uh, my birthday is over, and thank goodness, because it's so much work now with Facebook. I know. Oh, it's exhausting. My light finger. It's, exa it's exhausting. I was trying to stay ahead of it. My birthday was a couple weeks ago, so I, it, start, it starts like a week before your birthday. But right? thank you, everyone, for wishing yeah. me a happy birthday. And <laughs> Harry's here. And Harry's here. Um, uh, my son, Harry Abelson, is on. Um, I want to look at you. No, we can't. Oh, we could turn, Harry, we could have you turn the camera around. <laughs> pull a Samantha. You can pull a Samantha. Raise your hand and Hi, Samantha. Oh, we could have you, like, turn the camera around to, uh, anyway, so, um, before we get into anything, I want to say that tonight's show is brought to you, brought to you by Rick Smokey's Quick Impressions. They're in Chicago, but you know what? They ship everywhere. Mm -hmm. They ship to me. And he's made these fantastic bookmarks for my book. Don't Jump, which I always forget to do. Sex, Drugs, Rock and Roll, and My Fucking Mother, available on Amazon. Amazon number one bestseller. Yes, it was. Best number one bestseller. Yeah. And he's made these fabulous business cards for me. And he made these great pads for me. Excuse me. And he made these sticky things that the women wear with their names on them for women who write. And he also made me tissue boxes with all the celebrities on there. And he made me this great, he used to make me calendars. And it dawned on me today, somebody's been joking around saying, Vicki, you should do a calendar. You know, he's kidding. I think he's kidding. But anyway, but, but it would be great to do like um, of the road taken calendar oh, and yeah. have it be a motivational ca calendar. So mm -hmm. each month it would be a different celebrity that's done the road taken with their tools for success written oh. on there as reminders. And it would be a road through the year. And it would be a road, yes. <laughs> It would be it would be a, a trail through the year, a road through the year of, of 2018. So Rick, get on. I think we should get on that, don't yeah, you? Rick. Yeah, Rick. <laughs> let's get on that. Get busy. So get busy, Rick, because he doesn't have enough to do. But anyway, yes. I love Rick Smokey and I love Quick Impressions. They're in Chicago. They're fantastic. Um, they uh, are just the nicest people, and they do the best work. And if you mention my name, I didn't ask him for permission to do this, but I swear it'll be okay. If you mention the road taken, Rick's going to give you a special deal. He's going to give you a percentage off, and they'll work with you anyway. But I promise, if you if you mention me, you mention Luis, you mention the road taken, you get a discount. So do it, and they ship everywhere, and they, they do like the tickets for the football game. I mean, like they do like really big jobs, wow. but they can even do little jobs like mine. So anyway, so. So it's a little stressful because we have we have a traffic issue. Mm -hmm. We're in LA and I live in this little town all the way east and when we're in the studio it's bad enough but now like we're all the way east and it seems like all of our talent our guests are all the way west and so the traffic in LA is insane so literally tonight's guest Anthony Fedorov American Idol finalist stepped in like five minutes before we started and, and he was he was he's great he's calm he'll be with us in a couple minutes we he, just he gonna... went upstairs to tune which is to what tune. all the men say <laughs> when they get here they say um yeah do they do I just need to go upstairs to tune to tune Mickey to tune so um yeah so my, my picture's frozen I'm just trying to see who's like with us today so like we can maybe say hi to some people Jackie Temple Annie Annie Hall Annie you were a movie you're not a real person Barbara hi Mark Hughes hi um, Tony, Ina, hello. Okay, so anyway, um, so this week, okay. this, I, I was talking last week, I think I mentioned, this is like screening season because it's, why are you laughing at me? I'm not <laughs> laughing. Okay, it's, so it's screening season. So like, at, I, I'm in SAG because I said like three lines in a movie once, twice, 
three times in a couple of Saturday Night Lives that I got cut out of. But anyway, mm-hmm. so I have a SAG card. So I get to go to all these screenings and and they have like all the stars of the shows like because they all want to get nominated for awards. So mm-hmm. they want to kiss our ass a little bit. And so they come to these things and they're very personable and very lovely. So I got invited to the screening for Wonder Wheel oh, last Oh, so they week. know you're a voter. They know we oh, are a voter. Okay. So they're ass kissing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to a screening for Wonder Wheel last Friday and, um, and the talk back was Justin Timberlake. Kate Winslet, Jim Belushi, and this wonderful woman, Juno, whose name I don't know. She was fantastic. But anyway, I didn't know until I got there, until I had already RSVP'd and everything, that it was a Woody Allen film. Mm -hmm. And I am a huge Woody Allen fan, but I have issues. And especially now, I have big issues. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I would have gone had I known in advance. I think I would have skipped it. But I did go, and uh, it's a typical Woody film in that it, it's a draw, a draw, one of his dramas. I mean, it's brilliantly done, uh, you know, shot. The cinematography is magnificent. Kate Winslet, unbelievable. Juno, whatever her name is, who's actually British, fantastic. Jim Belushi, a little over the top, but good. Justin Timberlake, a little tough for me with him because he had that Woody thing. He didn't sound like Woody, but he was doing this unnatural sort of cadence that that was sort of out of the realm of the reality of the of the movie but it's beautiful but anyway you know I wanted to know what you think about like what do we do about these artists that we have respected all our lives and whose work we love now that we're finding out that they're fucking lunatic pedophiles maniacs well we've known that about Woody for quite some time we have and I've forgiven him a lot of things I I didn't I couldn't no longer forgive him when he came out and said oh what Kevin Spacey did isn't so bad no Harvey Weinstein sorry no I'm, I'm done but the other side of the coin is that, like, if you take Bill Cosby, for example, mm-hmm. there were a lot of people who were in and worked on the Cosby show. Yes. And so their work, so for him, for Bill Cosby to suddenly be boycotted, why should we punish all the people and all the hard work and all the writing and, and everything? If you like that show and you find it funny, you maybe you can suspend that part of it and show, you know, your voice in, in other ways. I, I don't know that you need to boycott an entire movie with just well, I gotta tell you with Bill Cosby, he's dead to me. But I could I'm argue sorry. either side. Bill Cosby is dead to me. What he did drugging women and all of that he is dead to me. I, I'm done with him. I no and I know but what there's you're a saying. lot of people there that, are a lot of people but I can't go there. I it's can't like I, I was ordering an Uber and someone was like, Oh you shouldn't why are you ordering an Uber? And I'm like every Uber driver isn't a part of whatever. Well, I have to say, they, I deleted we, Uber as soon as he can, got elected. You can take protests a lift too far. Yeah, but there's Lyft. Okay, and, and I give the money to. It Lyft. wasn't on my phone. I put the Lyft app on your phone. I needed to get to the I airport. Got, I deleted Uber. I deleted Uber. I'm, I'm all about Lyft now. And in New York, there's a thing called Via. If you're in New York, so in, I noticed Anthony has a 917 area code too, which excites me because I still have my 917 area code, which I will never get rid of. Um, so, um, so anyway, so yeah, so it's, it's a question now. So like Kevin Spacey, he's dead to me, dead to me. Harvey Weinstein, dead to me. Um, Louis Sean Connery, maybe he punched a lady. Sean Connery was kind of a brute, uh, but he will, he is dead, but he's not dead to me. Marnie, one of my favorite films of all time. One of the sexiest films ever. It's a judgment call for every person. I know, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Okay, but but what what's going on tonight, however, right, is easy. It wasn't easy start getting here, Traffic. and I had to put up a video of us instead of like Anthony. cutie patootie. Yeah, I hate that. I don't even say cutie patootie. Did Paul look how cute say cutie patootie? No, it was Rosie 
Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie she O'Donnell. Probably, she may be oh. saying it right now. All right, but our guest tonight is Anthony Federoff, <gasps> and this is his new CD, which which um, we're going to talk with. We're, we're, we're not only going to talk about new music, we're going to hear new music. But I'm also going to beg him to do a little taste of, of a couple of the, of the idol members. I've been listening all day to all his. And you know, boy, that's Simon. Oh, he was mean. He, he, but you know, but, but when Anthony like scored with Simon, like what a victory that, like I, we would have to talk about like what that felt like because he, he was just a brute to everybody. He was like impossible to please, except for Carrie Underwood, because he decided that she was going to be the biggest star ever, and he sort of made it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, he created her. He kind of set the groundwork, and not that she's undeserving. I mean, she certainly proved herself to be deserving. But that year that Anthony was on was, I think, the, the best season of American Idol. Who else was on? Constantine Rules. Oh. Our Constantine, who's okay. been with us. Um, it was Bo Bice, it was yeah. Carrie, it yeah. was Anthony. That was a good and year. It was yeah. a great year. Yeah. And the other finalists, I sadly don't remember. The girl who came in third. Anthony Von, will know all Anthony of Anthony will know. Vonda? Von Zell. Von Zell. I, I kind of don't remember her. But Anthony was completely memorable to me. Constantine mm-hmm. completely remember. It doesn't matter where you place in those shows because it's the impression that you make. And for me... As soon as we saw Anthony's little video before he came out he to do his so audition, cute. he was so cute. Yeah. But he also he had that unbelievable story. Yeah. Because for those of you who don't know, Anthony had a tracheotomy when he was a little kid, and they didn't think he'd ever speak again. So to go from not speaking to having that voice, because he doesn't just have that voice, like a pop voice. Anthony's been in Joseph, starred in Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream Cult. He starred in the Fantastics, which I have to tell him, my daughter, Samantha, who's in New York at Tisch, um, went to see the Fantastics, and um, Anthony had an understudy that day. And so she oh. didn't get to see him, and she was so bummed out, and she's not here today. But we're going to get Anthony back for Women Who Write, okay. and we're going to do it while she's home from wow. college okay. so she gets to meet him. So, um, but anyway, um, so Anthony overcame these tremendous things. We're going to talk about it. He's mm-hmm. also Ukrainian, so he had that to get over. I was watching a video of his parents on American Idol today, and his mother reminds me so much of Meryl Streep and Sophie's Choice. She has a sweet little accent, and she kind of looks like her a little bit. She's blonde, she's beautiful. Anyway, um, she didn't have to make that choice, and she got to be made very proud by her incredible son. And so Anthony's gone on to do all kinds of things that we're going to talk about, but what has impressed me so much, I met him recently. Um, our own Sam Harris uh, did a gig, and Anthony opened for him. Amazing. Um, and um, his, he's an activist now. And you're going to love this, Louise, because mm-hmm. Anthony is all about taking, standing up. Make, his music is all about taking a stand and changing the world and doing what we can do. And so that's so important. So uh, he has strong thoughts about Russian aggression in the Ukraine? We're going to talk about his thoughts about Russian aggression in the Ukraine. Okay. Minimally. We're going to mostly talk about American... American he is an American Idol, and so without any further ado, um, adieu. I'm going to. We're gonna, and we get to keep Louise here with us today. She's just gonna swap seats because of Harry. Because Harry's working the camera for. I wish you was Harry. If you could flip the camera around without like, um, yeah, flip the camera around. And say hello. Uh, flip the camera around. Harry's gonna say hello now. Say hello. Well, Harry's well, the camera. Come on, Anthony. Hi. Oh. Wait, no. You're gonna oh, okay. Anthony, you come this way. Did you do it? Did it work? <laughs> Anthony photobombed me. Uh, Anthony photobombed, yay! Okay, so, and here's Anthony Yay! yay. I got my guitar. Yay, welcome. Thank I'm you so, so much for having me. I'm so glad you're here. Okay.
Okay, so we have to make sure that the shot is framed in half. Well, oh, oh there's Harry. On, I'm getting it delayed. If Harry <laughs> gives a thumbs up, he's saying scooch. So, Harry, so Harry, do we, we need, do we need to scooch? Scooch. We're good. Okay. Scooch is a, is All right. How about I put this over. off to the side, maybe, and then? Yeah. We'll but you know what? Here. We'll do it without messing it up. And then, because Anthony is going to sing and play for us today, yes. which is so yes. thrilling. Um, okay, so Anthony. Yes. So first, bring us up to date on what you're doing. What, no, let's not talk about today yet. Let's talk about, you're a little kid, you're born in the Ukraine. Yes. Yes, okay, and so, how did you guys get to America? What happened, What and what was the thing with the tracheotomy? Tell us the past. Well, uh, in terms of the tracheotomy, um, I was actually pronounced clinically dead at about four months. Oh my God. So, um, what, yeah. what was the cause? Well, I, I wasn't able to breathe. So that's why they right. think oh, the tracheotomy. Mm -hmm. If, you know, they um, put a tube in my throat um, and so I'm able to breathe. And Do they know like what caused? Well, I had a lump right underneath my vocal cords and what actually um, saved me and, and I, I was able to speak in the end is my, my lump was underneath my vocal cords. It, was, it wasn't right on my vocal cords, but it was pretty damn close. And they removed it? They removed it, um, but uh, yeah. That I, had to be scary as hell for your parents. Well, for, for my parents, I don't remember a single thing. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's a good thing. And, uh, and by the way, Anthony wears glasses so that it could you be know, like a throwback. Yeah, you know what? I don't normally wear glasses, <laughs> but today I'm like, you know what? I'm going to see uh, I'm gonna see Vicky today. I'm just going to do just a little throwback. So this is for all you idol fans who remember me with my glasses. Here you go. I can grow my facial hair now, so. That's, yeah, that's, you definitely could. How old were you in 2005? Uh, I was 19. Oh my god. I literally could not grow facial hair <laughs> at that point. So. <laughs> it's too And cute. I'm a dad now, so it's, you know, Which is... a lot has happened. Alright, so we well, we have to talk about it. And how old's your son? Four going on 16. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> alright, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, and you're getting married? Uh, well, we are engaged. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about the way. Right now, our schedules are a little bit crazy, so. If that happens, when that happens, you know, we got the most important thing. We got the kid. I love it. All right, so you're going to talk to us about, we're going to get to all of that, but let's talk about you as a kid. Okay. So you're a kid, you have this very serious health thing. You How long does it take after surgery until you can make that? You're not four months when it happens, though. No, well, basically, it took me uh, up until the age of five, because I, I was walking around with a tube in my neck. Oh, what? Almost all the way up the till five. Almost, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So you're not speaking. I, mean, yeah. I, I still had like it. Well, it, it, what was interesting is that uh, yeah. the unit that I was staying in. My, I remember my mom would would tell me this. Um, I was I was in a specific unit with all the other kids that had the same thing as I did. And you're in Ukraine. Uh, no, this I, I was actually in a, in a hospital in Moscow. Oh wow. And um and but in that unit I was the only one that was able to say something and that I was able to communicate. Uh, with with the doctor, so I would always run to the nurses and communicate what the other kids needed because nobody Aww. else could speak. So, yeah, that was me. so, uh, so now, but now, wasn't that a constant risk? If you have, like, you're a kid, yeah, like you're gonna bang it, you're gonna. I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's you know, I, I, honestly, I don't. Um, Do you remember? I don't remember. You I mean, don't. I was, that's I was, a, that's I, was, a I, was, I was really really young at that point, but um, you know, if it were definitely if it wasn't for my mom. I wouldn't be sitting here today. I mean, she literally sat for like for the first three years of my life. She sat there with a vacuum attached to my neck, oh, and any time I did be build up, like she didn't sleep oh. for like the first three years of my life. Oh, so, oh my God. there's a movie out called Breathe. 
no. um, with um, Andrew Garfield, okay. and it's about um, the the guy who had polio, okay. um, uh, who um, was oh, an athlete, and he had polio, and he was the first one who actually thrived being a paraplegic. Oh wow! Um, mm -hmm. And he had the tube and everything. His wife basically did all without she would he couldn't live one minute without her, so. It, it's it would be an interesting film for you and your mother to see probably for your mother Britain maybe she yeah. shouldn't see it but that's amazing that she was able to do that for you yeah. um, so did she have did she believe that you would did, did she believe that you were gonna speak again and I mean I would think so yeah I think both my mom and dad they they were hoping that things were gonna be okay but they had no way of knowing at that point and uh, I don't know just it was so when did you get freed from from that? Uh, after after the age of five, after the age of five, I started. You know, I, I still I had this. Um, I remember this one picture that we had, where I have like this this little um, um, this little bandage over my neck, and because uh, I still had like an open hole in my throat, mm -hmm. like you could stick your pee yeah. in there, you know. And and I just I was still kind of. Re reclaiming my uh, my sense of where I was at, like I, every time I look at that picture, I'm like, Man, did you have I to learn how to breathe through your mouth or nose? Were you breathing through through that hole? You know what? To me, I don't remember. You don't remember? I, don't remember. I think breathing is a natural thing. That w yeah, he, but, but there probably were exercises for him. I mean, there there yeah. must have been. You're right. Yeah. Did did it did how long was the hole open? It was open for a while. I mean, I don't remember exactly when it closed. I have to ask my mom, but. It was it was open for a while, but yeah, I can't I can't say enough about my mom. I can't say enough about the hospital in Moscow that I stayed at. There was um, the Russians. Uh, they're good for something. Yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> there, there was this nurse uh, who literally, you know, she's like the other guardian angel that oh. that has saved my life, and she cared for me like I was her own. So. You know, it's not the Russian people who are ever a problem. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just what, yeah, and the powers. There's there's a lot of stuff lost in translation. Yes, absolutely. And we're going to talk about we're going to talk about your experience. What, so, so did you go to school in Russia? Well, I came here when I was nine. So I yeah I kind of started school there, but mm -hmm. I, I grew up here. But so and do you do you remember life in Russia going to school at all? A little bit. A little yeah, bit. yeah. I, I I remember going to school. Uh, me and my brother um, we went to the same school because mm -hmm. in, in Russia you have you know grades one through eleven. Right. You're in the same well, building. Together, like the schoolhouse. So yeah, so it, it was it was um, it was pretty cool and um, to be able to go to school with my big brother. I will say, and this is this is embarrassing and <laughs> I'm ashamed of it, but we're not perfect and we learn from our mistakes. I was a bit of a bully. Oh, Anthony. When I was when I was like in fifth grade, when I was like fifth, I have like grade, such a hard time because I was this that. I was this I was this little punk. Who had my big brother going to school with me? Oh, so you figured you clean it up? Oh yeah, like nobody would. I, and I, so I'd be in third grade picking up, like picking fights with fifth graders, right? And nobody would mess with me. You had backup because I had backup. <laughs> you know, my big bro had my back. So I yeah, it. I was a bit of a punk when I was in third grade, and, and it I was it. you know unfortunate, but you know, yeah, only in third grade. Only in third grade. All right, so that you, I think you get for, I think you get, I think you made amends for that. Yes, since, I, since I that certainly time. have. have Worked very hard to make sure that I would never do that. <laughs> and so, at what point did you discover? And was you, like school in Russia very different than school here? It is. I mean, uh, definitely the emphasis on education is is um, is pretty high. You know, there's 
I mean, I, I, we were practicing our numbers and our letters. Like we would literally take the number one and we would you have to spend the next six pages writing the number one, perfecting the number one, then number two, and the teachers would sign off. And you know, but that gave me good writing skills. I have the. I should have gone to school in Russia. So, That's the problem. Seriously, it's, it's, <laughs> I can't it's actually, read my own handwriting. It's not too late to enroll. <laughs> it's not too late to enroll. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this, the education system there is, is pretty strong. Excellent. All right, and so you cut. So, and when did you start singing? I. Uh, you know what? I was. I was singing pretty much since I was born. I couldn't even speak and I was already singing. I mean that, and I have to credit that to my dad because my dad introduced me to music. Um, Is he a musician? He was, he was. And you know, I, I would always hang around his band and um, as a kid and that, that kind of, that's what started my love for music. And actually on my album, there's a, a short little uh, like 15 second intro that you're gonna hear and it's a short, um, yes, it's gonna be- Calling out on here, you. Uh, calling on you. There's a short little 15 second intro of me singing with my dad when I was seven. Oh, nice. I was able to, I asked my mom and dad to give me the tape. Oh. And I was, I, because I've been wanting to do it for years, take that old family tape and, mm -hmm. you know, make sure that, that it, we preserve that, that recording. So yeah. I tr transferred it onto my computer, on, into my logic and stuff. Um, so I took, I took a little 15 second clip of singing nice. with my dad. So. Because the point, the whole point of my album is, you know, it leads into the first track, which is called "We All Come From Somewhere." You know, unless you're a Native American or or a Mexican, you have no right to claim this land. We are all immigrants here, and mm -hmm. that's what makes our country beautiful. Yes, that's what makes me respect this country so much because, mm -hmm. you know, this we we're a melting pot. We mm -hmm. are the greatest human experience, you know, experiment in history, and and so I wanted to, and this is I have to, I know. Um, that uh, this would be very, very important for me to acknowledge uh, my, my better half, Jen, because it was her suggestion to, um, for me to do that. She's like, you know, you should, you should uh, use one of your old recordings to kind of to lead into We All Come From Somewhere. And at first I fought it because I was like, I don't know if I want to do Are that. you speaking Russian? I, yeah, I speak. On, no, on the, on the little... I'm singing in Russian, yeah. You're singing in Russian. I'm singing in Russian, yeah. It's like, it's <laughs> this like tiny little voice. No. It's, it's pretty funny. So this is a little 15 second clip leading into, you know, we all come from somewhere. So I that's kind of that. like my, my humble beginnings. I love that. So your father... I love you, honey. <laughs> so your father was... Um, so tell us about your father a little bit. Well, my dad, you know, he's kind of, he's been playing music most of his life. I mean, he never really did it professionally. Um, but he uh, he's always been in music. And so, what did he do? What was his his work? Uh, my dad he uh, he he was in the army back then. Mm. So and my mom she used to um, she she was actually a teacher. Um, and I when I was in kindergarten she was my she was my teacher. Oh, okay, now that's that's freaking crazy. My father was a Hebrew teacher. He was also a singer, but mm -hmm. he was a Hebrew teacher. And in this. He was at this parochial school. He was the teacher. My cousin was the, his nephew was the other teacher. My uncle was the other. so you had I had we had to have one of them okay. if we went to Sunday school. So I literally would go like one day, and then I was like the shoemaker's daughter. I had no shoes. I I didn't have to go. He didn't make me go. Yeah. But like all my brother, my brother and all my cousins had to go, and they would have first either their father, their uncle, or their cousin. It was crazy. Yeah. So so when she was your teacher. Was that weird for you? That had to be weird. I mean, I, I, again, I don't remember too many details, mm -hmm. but I do remember feeling pretty good that my mom was there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 there was definitely a certain level of expectation yeah. for me. Like, all right, my mom is there. She's going to give me more attention. And, and But my mom, to her credit, she was, you know. Very fair, I'm yeah, sure. She was very fair. So. so what made them come to America? 
you know, they just, they wanted us to have a better life. Mm. So, uh... Was life hard in Russia? You know, it's, I mean, we, we did okay, mm -hmm. but opportunities are certainly limited, and, and... Did you have a TV? Oh, yeah, we yeah. had TVs, we had, you know, we, we lived a, a pretty... Did you have blue jeans? Hmm... You know, because shorts. I have blue shorts. Yeah, I'm shorts. sure. People I have. live in really, really large apartment well, blocks. No, now though. But yeah, I, they did. Oh, oh, we had a, we had a, oh. we had a pretty good life. We, yeah. we had a, we had a pretty good life from what I remember. Um, you know, very simple life. Uh, but I think both my mom and dad knew that the only way my brother and I will have any kind of real opportunity is if we come here. And a lot of my dad's family already. Oh. Migrated uh, mm -hmm. to the to the U.S. So um, yeah, we just you know, did they have to defect? Did they what? Did they have to defect? Defect. Defect. You get back in the when was it? You the mean like during the communist? Yeah, you had to defect. You were touring and then you said I defect. I and defect. You had to go to the embassy. No, 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 no you no, just no, have no. to get. No, they, you have what, to get all the paperwork, and you lose your job for a couple of years, and people have to support you. It. it no, 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 no. We just uh, they no, filed. No, we just got on yeah, a plane. And they just, got on the plane. Yeah, they filed for paperwork. We, yeah, we got yeah. our visas and all. We, oh they, come they, on! They I wanted a defect story. So. There's a great movie called Moscow on the Hudson with Robin Williams. That's. My. I heard of that title. It's a fantastic I, I movie. I I recommend it very highly. Okay. But he defected. Yeah. Um, yes. Totally. Okay, so now did your parents, uh, when when did you figure out that music is what you wanted to do? You know what, it's something that just kind of spoke to me, to be honest. Um, you know, Was I, there something else you wanted to be when you grew up initially? Well, know? I mean, I went, I did go through my, through my stage of uh, wanting to be in the martial arts, because we, when we first moved to the States, we moved to Florida from New York, and I studied martial arts for five years, so I, as a kid, I was like, Oh, I want to be in martial arts, and, and martial arts actually gave me a lot of my discipline and, and, and respect mm. for other people because it does it definitely teaches you a deeper level of appreciation for mm -hmm. um, for different types of people and, and all that kind of stuff. So um, I guess all of this before you beat the shit out of anybody. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Very polite beliefs. <laughs> so um, so I, I really want to go into martial arts, but then we moved from Florida back to New York, and then from New York to Philadelphia, and um, I think it was right around. 14, 15, mm -hmm. I started... That's pretty late, actually. Yeah, I started singing in different, um, like, Russian restaurants in New York. Oh, you were already singing in, oh, like... Yeah. Oh, you were singing out. Yeah, That's not I, late at all. Yeah, That's I was, early. Yeah, I was, I was singing out, but even before the restaurants, the person that inspired me to sing mm -hmm. is Mark Anthony, actually. Mark Anthony... And you sing in Spanish, don't I, you? I do sing in Spanish, I've yes. heard. So, Mark Anthony has been my, he's been my initial idol. Actually, I have a really funny story to tell you. I want to hear it. Um, so, a good so, Mark Anthony. Who has a good Mark Anthony story besides J-Lo? I'm hoping to get one. Okay. Well, J-Lo is in my story. Oh, even better. <laughs> oh, but you weren't there when J-Lo was, J-Lo would have loved you. If J-Lo was a judge when Anthony was on, I was on, so pissed She would have loved you. I was like, You would have said one song in Spanish. I was like, been why it. the hell are we singing these group songs when, when, because the whole mentor thing started yeah. to happen the season after when right. Mark was on the show uh. as a mentor the following season. I'm like, why are we singing Islands in the Stream? Not that I have any problem with that song. <laughs> I want to be mentored by Mark Anthony. You know, I was like, wow. It was, I was, I was that started like, the very wow. next year? What's that? That started yeah. the very, wow, I don't remember that being going on for so long. It was, it was either the year after me or the, or the or two years mm -hmm. after, but it was very recent after my season. That was like, Okay, so let's hear the Mark Anthony story. Okay, so he's my idol. He's everything and the reason I started okay, singing his voice. Something about his voice, something about his music mm -hmm. uh, that just spoke to me. Um, 
I'm, I'm a very, uh, you guys will probably pick that up pretty quickly, I'm a very, um, Romantic? Deep, yes. Like emotional. He's a very and I, yes, romantic, passionate. Uh, yes, very passionate about life and about people. And uh, I love uh, I love Latin music. I've been, you know, it's just, it's so, uh, Russians actually love Latin music. Is that true? Yeah, wow. they, they, they love Latin music. So, hey, I just want to ask you a little sidebar. Did you live in the Russian section like by Coney Island when you lived in New York? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, okay, because, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's a, there's fun. a very yeah, well, I live good pierogies and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah I, I sang uh, all the restaurants on Brighton Beach. Love back it. Back in the day, so. Um, so anyway, um, so yeah, when I listened to Mark's music, he just, I don't know, there's something that resonated with me. And um, when I got eliminated, uh, you know, off Idol, I did the whole press circuit right and the time came to go on the ellen show Ooh. and i love ellen she's uh, i just best. i love her she's the best so here i am getting ready to go on the ellen show and just so happens that mark anthony and jennifer lopez are there because Stop. jennifer lopez is promoting her monster-in-law movie if you wow. oh my God. God. of course i remember it sure. so one jane way fonda right wasn't jane mm -hmm. fonda the monster yeah. yeah yeah i love that movie by the mm -hmm. way um so one of my one of my boys w uh, was also working as a producer on the Ellen Show, so I'm like Spencer. If J Lo's here, that means Mark is here, right? He's like <laughs> the only guy in the world who wouldn't care about J Lo. Who would J Lo to get to? There's another person that just like, gets okay. better. Okay. So he's like he's like oh, yeah yeah he's here. I'm like oh my gosh you got to you got to just let me say hi to him before I go on air. He's like all right let me see what I can do. So he walks me right by J Lo's. Uh, dressing room yeah. where Mark and Jennifer just happen to come out and you know I don't get I don't freak out when I you're right, you're right. no I, I not really I just when I meet people I admire I just you know show that respect and admiration and uh, I just I, I there was this moment of silence for me and I as I love Jennifer Lopez she's awesome and amazing but I did like Mark <laughs> Mark is here so he and I exchanged uh, a couple of really nice um lines and you know he kind of i'm sure he had no idea who, who i was at that point but it was oh, nice no american idol is pretty big deal yeah. well i i don't know pretty but big deal we we did talk for a few minutes and i told him that you're the reason why i'm doing this i you're oh. the reason why i started singing and i hope that one day my music can do for someone else what your music oh, has done for me oh, wow. and um so he gave me a nice big hug we took a picture i still have that picture nice so we have to you have to send it to me we'll put it up on we'll put it up on the facebook okay I'll, to I'll, go with the story i will send that picture to you so i get on the ellen show here i am the ellen degeneres and she's <laughs> amazing and lovely and sweet and funny and did you dance with her uh no i oh, did not dance with her she I might not have been doing the dancing no then. i don't think she did the dancing yeah that, 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 that might come later and so we're we're sitting there and we're starting to talk and i'm completely zoned out like i'm like not even there because i just met mark i'm still <laughs> talking to mark in my mind <laughs> and mariah carey sends me a video message Congratulating me because I uh, she she. You mean like on the screen on Ellen? On the screen, yeah, she did uh, like a, a video message. Oh hey, Anthony, God. you know, congratulations on being on the show. Cause I, you know, uh, I said on numerous occasions that she was one of my favorite female artists, and um, so I have Mariah Carey sending me a video message saying <laughs> congratulations. I'm sitting next to the amazing Ellen, and all I keep thinking about is that I just met And you just met J-Lo, and I just met J-Lo. And all he's thinking about and is Mark. All I'm thinking about is Mark Anthony, so that whole, like, that whole segment just flew over my head. 
but you get to watch. You got to watch it. But, yeah, but and I mean, I will never forget it. It was incredible. But yeah, that's I, a I that's a real that's a nice that's a nice memory. Yeah, you know, it's too bad we missed you by by this much because at the time of the of the season that you were on, uh, Harry's dad, my husband was working on Jay Leno, and mm -hmm. you used to guys used to go on Jay Leno right on after. Leno too. So right, so you were on Leno. So we did we we met Constantine okay. and we met Bo and we saw Carrie, but we didn't see you. I don't know why we didn't see Anthony because I, we must know. I think we were going back and forth to New York and, okay. and we missed you. But oh my gosh, that's crazy. So all right, so so tell us a little. Okay, so now you're singing in the clubs. How do you audition for Idol? How does that come about? Why does that come about? I mean, that what what an opportunity. It was definitely an incredible opportunity, and you know, I didn't really know what to think about Idol at that point. And did you watch the show? Yeah, I watched it a little bit. I watched, you know, Kelly Clarkson's season and, uh, I, you know, watched Kelly and my friend Justin and, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, this is pretty cool. I can see myself on it. But I was still a little bit skeptical and my girlfriend at the time, she convinced me to go actually. She was like, you know, you should go and audition. So I was like, where did you audition? Cleveland. In Cleveland. Got in the car, drove for 10 hours. How long do you wait? Like if you go through that process. Yeah, like, tell us about the process. How, how long do you wait? Well, you get to Cleveland, I mean, and you're surrounded, mind you, you're surrounded by like 10, 15,000 people. Yeah. So you were like, okay, we're going to be here a while. Right. And um, it took the whole process, and I had to come back. I actually, I, after I made it, drove back to New York. I had to drive back to Cleveland. It took about two weeks. Right. So, so you make it past the first. Wait, why, why do you have to go back to Cleveland? Because I thought after that you go to Hollywood, and well, I watched them. No, and there's, there's time in between. Yeah, there's, there's. So yeah. it starts off with about ten, you know, ten, fifteen thousand, twenty thousand, however mm -hmm. many they yeah. have. Then they cut it down to about seven hundred. Okay, so now how did they go from ten, fifteen thousand to seven hundred? Because obviously it's not Simon and Paul and um, Randy yeah, doing that. You, you audition in front of the producers, so. After, everybody. Everybody. Yeah, they they kind of they, they kind of put you in a line, and they just yeah, like, yeah. all right, and they just just. And how how long there. are you getting to sing for the producer? Ten seconds. Ten. Yeah. And so, what do you remember? What your ten seconds was? Oh my gosh! I uh, always remember my ten seconds. Go ahead. So, uh, let me see. I I sang Mark Anthony. I sang some <laughs> Love Is All. And then I had to sing another ten seconds of uh, and I I will never forget Patrick Lynn, and I love him to death, but he made me sweat. He made me sing like three songs. He's so like, he knew you were good. He, he knew yeah, he was on. He was. He's one of the executive producers okay. of the show, and uh, and Pat, you know Patrick is. Uh, you definitely when you think of American Idol, there's Patrick Lane because he he's a big big uh, uh, kind of uh, big. He's founder. the guy. Yeah, he's, he's the, the guy. guy. Yeah, but okay. I happened to audition in front of him, and he was like, you know, I sang a Mark Anthony song. I think I sang Love Is All. He's like, okay, what else you got? Did you say it in Spanish? No, no, no. no, I say, no okay. it it's not in Spanish. It's not in Spanish. Okay. So then after that, I'm like... My Mark okay. Anthony knowledge is not good. It's okay. okay. It's all right. I'll, Deficit. I'll, I'll school you. It's okay. okay. I'll teach you. There you go. Um, then I did some Richard Marks. Hmm. He's like, okay, what else you got? Like, no wow. emotion. Nothing. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, gonna get what's going on? So then I did some John Cicada, ah. which was my audition song for the judges. You had to know... You had to know that something good was going on if they had, I, I you honestly, didn't. it's just poker face. P-p-p-poker face. That's right. <laughs> I, I just watched the Lady Gaga special on Netflix. Doesn't matter. Oh, we're actually, we're starting to watch that. Uh, we're, we, I, I've been touring for the past couple of months, so I haven't been able to finish it, but now that I'm back, we're going to get back to okay. watching it. I fell asleep. I have a little left myself. Okay, so you, so now you do John Sakata. Okay, and what, what's your third one? That was that was that was a third song. Oh. So I did my my third one was uh, Angel. Oh. So I started off with Love Is All by Mark right. Anthony. Then I 
think I, I did more. There did something uh, right here waiting for you, oh. and then I did um, Angel John Sakata, mm -hmm. and he was like, "You, you, you, no, thank you. Okay, you're going." That was it. Okay, so now, so now, long. how much time do you have between the time that you make that cut uh -huh. to the fact that now you're going in front of? Okay, well, so I, I got. And it was LL Cool J oh, there oh that my day gosh. too. LL, I oh, hope really? I get to, I get, I hope I get to see him again because I'm gonna thank him and be like LL. He was real. Yeah, he, he was, was like, he was like, that's the deal. Yeah, he, he yeah. loved LL, you. LL, I'll always be grateful to him because he, yeah, he definitely spoke up for. He yeah. stood in my corner there. It was, it was nice. Um, so yeah, I get the ticket and then I go home. Okay, wait, before you get the ticket, how much time is there between singing those few songs for the producer and getting in front of Simon and Well, that's Paula? what I'm saying, so... Oh, you go home! I went home. Oh. So I got the ticket and then I drove back. Oh! After that, I think, um, because we were, the auditions were happening after the new, or like right before the new so, year. So like, how much time is there in between? So there? like, I came, I, uh, I came back, I think, uh, a week later or 10 okay. days later okay and then the 700 audition in front of the executive producers in front of Ken. oh so you're still not in front of Simon no, 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 no. Oh, okay those 700 get cut down to about 125 150 those 150 are the ones that get on television yes yeah and they pick really good people and really wacky and, uh, people. You're right. well yes yeah, I, I, watch I watch regularly so I right. watch so every episode so you could so be going know. to in front of the judges because you're just horrifically Wait, comical. Harry, well, William Hung was one of my favorite ever. <laughs> and then who was the girl who goes, Liza Minnelli? Wait, who was, who was that girl? I don't know her name. Well, the, I can't do the thing. There was a couple people that were just so funny. I mean, they were so bad, they were so funny. But, but do they was, know it? Like, you were waiting around with them. Do they know they're on the show for... You know, I, to amuse sad, us? Sadly, they, they, it's, they, they don't. don't. They, they, it's they're, like, William Hung really thought... She bang. She he really thought he was doing a sexy she bang. Yeah, and <laughs> but do you know the difference when you're sitting with people and waiting to go in front of the judges? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, and, and and that's and that's the sad part because as a as a serious recording artist, you, it, it's a it's a mixed feelings. You have mixed feelings about that because yes, for television it's good, but it's it, sad. It's sad because a lot of good people get cut. Okay, yeah. so did you so do you do you have time while you're waiting? So. It, from the 700 to the 125, how long is that period? That, like, two or three days. I mean, we come back and we stay there, uh, so this, is, so they would just keep cutting us down. And how many, how many times, you, how many rounds are you going a lot of rounds singing? It's like about two. Okay. About two rounds, uh, and then um, and when they... And do you sing up, the same songs that you sang? The pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty much, yeah. Because yeah, those are your songs. Yeah. yeah. And um, and then, yeah, and then they fly you to Hollywood. The, the okay, wait, before you get to Hollywood, so now you go in the room. Mm -hmm. You're going in the room, and Simon and Paul and Randy and LL are sitting there. Mm -hmm. What's going through your head when you're walking in that room? So this is, in, this is already in Hollywood. No. Yeah. You're in Hollywood when you audition? I no, know. when you audition. Because oh, you haven't got oh, your Cleveland. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. my bad. My bad. Okay, sorry. You're in Cleveland. Okay. So, when you're gonna get your golden ticket? Yes. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I remember that. Okay. So okay, back on track. We're good. Okay. Uh, you know what? I walk in there and. Are you, you a person who gets nervous? Not really. Wow. I get excited. I love that. And I actually Ryan Seacrest noticed uh, that I was sitting like when I was waiting, like yeah. I was doing this thing. <laughs> But it, to me, it was just like, I just, I get this excitement mm -hmm. and I just, I can't wait to go on there, you know, go up there and just do my thing. And you know what they say? Ignorance is bliss. I love it. 
That was me. That was definitely so, me. and did you know when you sent? Did you know? Did you did you know you delivered before they said you're going to Hollywood? Did you did you have a good feeling after you sang? Honestly, your mind just goes blank at that point. And it happens so know. fast. I mean, right? I knew I didn't crack. I was like, yeah. okay, I <laughs> got through it. That was okay. And then you get to the critiques and. And then yeah, um, they compared you to to Clay Aiken. Yes, and of course this is I okay. I was a little bit nervous, a little bit nervous, just naturally. Of, of course. course. And I said something stupid like I was like somebody at work told me the other day that I sounded like it, which was the first time it ever happened, and I don't know why I happened to bring that up in that situation. No, but that was fine so, because they had already said it, so that was fine. Yeah, no, I know, but there were there were um, there were a lot of people that thought that I was. You know, trying to sound like Lay and trying to be like Lay because of that mm. comment, and I, I really never wasn't. thought that. I I so. never thought. I never thought. Did you ever think he sounded like? I never thought no. he sounded like Lay personally. But, but it was it was interesting. Just like what I was a Ruben pops into your head. Yeah, was yeah, that? like I was a Ruben. Oh, I, I Ruben. wasn't a Clay. Uh, I was a Ruben. Ruben's great. Harry was a Clay. Got it. <laughs> Team Clay. Yeah. Team Clay. Uh, so no, both great. Okay, so so you get your ticket. Got my okay, ticket. now how long is it between that and you're going to Hollywood? Uh, we had to wait after the holidays. So Months, they, weeks, and you signed about, a non-disclosure, so you can't even tell anybody, right? No, I had to. I, I was still singing uh, at the restaurants back then, and you know, I was walking around with this big stupid smile on my face, <laughs> and I couldn't say anything. Oh anymore. my god! I actually met Constantine at the time's girlfriend in between that that holiday season, uh -huh. and she couldn't tell us if he got through or not, but she was smiling a lot. Yeah. I have a question about Hollywood Week. Yes. Is it so rough because it's good for television, or is that a good way for them to kind of figure out, out who's good in the trenches? Because show business is really hard. I think it's a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. More so that, you know, let's see who's good in the trenches. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, Hollywood Week, I would not want to go through that again because it really does get to you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're surrounded by so many incredible performers. Mm -hmm. Is it crazy sleep deprivation and all of that it like is. it looks? Yeah. Absolutely. And working um, with people you don't necessarily I think people. that group week that we had, I thought I was done. Okay, I didn't I don't remember what group did, did anybody who got to the end was anybody in the end no. in your group? No. no. No, we um and I remember it was it was myself and, and two other guys. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys just for whatever reason he just he wasn't 100% comfortable with, with the song and, and we were kind of, mm. we had a hard time. Mm -hmm. not, not like, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not that kind of person. I mean, we, uh, we, just, kind of, we just kind of knew that it's going to be what it's going to be. So we're all like, you know what, let's just go out there and do the best that we can. And yeah. we went out there and we did it and we had some stumbles and I think the judges said something to me like, you know, we expected more from you, this and that. And I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. adios, I'm going home. And, um, you know, they kept me what was your? Do you remember what your final song was uh, before you found out that you had made the cut? My final song, um, I think I did. I I, I did Angel mm -hmm. because they let us sing our solo oh, songs oh, one last yeah, time. Right, right. But you know, for going back to group week a little bit, I think every time I hear Sugar Pie Honey Bunch on the radio, <laughs> I, I jump a little. Wow. <laughs> You know, that, that song, I, I... Is that what you didn't... That's obviously what you didn't grow up with. I think, yeah, I think that was... That was I mean, it was I definitely one of the songs. Song. I mean, I love that song, yeah. too, but it just brings back yeah. you know, some really bad... Did you guys, like, Stressful stay, memories. Did you Not bad memories, stressful. Did you stay up all night for that experience? Oh, yeah, I mean, I didn't sleep... I didn't sleep throughout that whole... Hollywood. Yeah, I'm maybe getting three, two, three hours of sleep. 
And, wow. uh, but yeah, you when you're in it, you're really you're just like on autopilot. You just you lose your focus. Yeah, you just you just go for it. Okay, so now you find out that you've made the cut. This is crazy. Yeah. Again, again, you can't talk about it, right? Yeah, you can't talk about it. Can't talk about it. So how long is it between Hollywood Week and you're going to the live shows? Um, hmm. it, weeks, months. It was yeah, it was a couple months. Because now you come back. And you've completely transitioned. So the, I believe there was still glasses at the very beginning of the live shows, yeah. but they were gone very fast. Yeah, and the hair was already changing. There was a flat iron involved. Okay. Yeah, the, the hair yeah, was no, already the, going the, up. The hair was gone, the glasses were gone. So did, Now, did they make you over, or did you choose to make over? No, I, I mean, I, I just thought I knew what I was doing, and, you know... Thought I was looking cool. You were nineteen. So I was nineteen, yeah. and then they the further I got, I think when I made the top ten is when the stylists come in. Ah, oh. uh, I was worried. Okay, now are they dressing you, or are you having a say? They're they're helping. Mm -hmm. They're helping, and uh, there's you know we definitely had some uh, pretty cool uh, people helping us, and uh, yeah. It, but you could definitely say, I don't feel comfortable on that, or I'd rather do yeah, this. Yeah, I was just like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you so know. you just let them dress you. Yeah. I love it. Okay, so now, how does it feel when th when they're all like going nuts because of your great song choice? And how does it feel like when Simon's being a mean asshole? Like, what is that like when you're on, you're on worldwide television, yeah. you're on national television, and, and you're getting these accolades? Yeah. And then in the next breath, Simon can be so mean. Is it? What, it must be devastating when you're standing up there with Ryan and he's being hard. No. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Just in terms of being on Idol, it's such a bubble. Mm -hmm. You you don't really realize how huge it is mm. until you get off the show. And I have a little oh. story to tell you about that. Cool. Um, regarding Simon, you know, people ask me over the years. You know, it must have been devastating, and he's so mean, and he's this and that. But I've always been very uh, critical of myself, and, and I knew there was, a, there was a part of me that knew that I wasn't quite ready. Mm -hmm. I was just grateful to be on the show, mm -hmm. but I was still trying to figure it out. Basically, what I did at the restaurants, I just took it to Idol. I mm -hmm. choose songs and I sing them. I was a singer. I wasn't an artist. Mm -hmm. And it took me these last 10, 12 years to understand the difference, that there wow. is a difference between being a singer and being a, an, an artist, a recording artist. So every time Simon said something to me, I pretty much agreed with him. Mm -hmm. And Simon kind of rep Simon's voice represented a couple of things to me. He represented that voice, you know, someone who can be mean just to say mean shit to you. Right. You know, because you're gonna have people in your in your life in our business who are just gonna try to put you down just mm -hmm. because they can, just because they can. Mm -hmm. And he also represented the kind of voice that just no nonsense. I've been doing this for a long time. I know what I'm talking about, and you can do better. Because after each episode, he would, you know, when we would all, you know, get off stage together, he would, you know, he'd come up to me. He'd be like, "I expected more out of you," and and, and you know, and that always spoke to me. And and so, I so did that make you want to do better? Oh, absolutely, it did. I have and, a and really it, great Simon Cowell story okay, cool. at the end, at the end of our, uh, like for the finale. Um, right after our finale, so Simon, uh, Simon really represented the different different scenarios that, that I'm going to have in the, in this business and the different types of people that I'm going to meet. So I just, for me, that was my four-year program. You know, that whole show, yeah. that whole experience was my four-year program. Crash course. My yeah. crash course on the music industry, on the entertainment industry of what my life can be like once I'm a successful 
Wow. And can Arts. I handle it? And Paula handle was it? a tremendous success. I mean, I, Paula, I watched all of your performances. She Paula was such a fan. Was, Paula, she was definitely our, our uh, champion because, and she was the only one that always came into our dressing rooms right before the show. And she was just like, hey guys, go out there, have a great time. Sweet. Have fun. So Paula, Paula was great. I, you know, and so coming back to Simon for a second, mm -hmm. I never, um, never felt like, oh, how could he say this to me? Because once you say that to yourself, especially when you're in front of a panel of, of industry professionals, your growth level stops right there. I, I was just gonna say that. That so, so, I give you a lot of credit. So for looking back, that. and you know, I didn't have any vocal training at that point. I, you know, wow. all of that stuff came later on after the show. Right. All my artistic growth and transition happened after American Idol. Mm -hmm. So Simon just, you know, I, I knew that I'm not quite there yet, so I'm like, I'm just gonna do the best I can every week, hang on as long as I can, and um, and then, you know, I just wanted to get in the business. That was my door. Your humility is uh, really refreshing because I've spoken to uh, a few people who have been on those show on different versions of the shows, and, and um, you know, felt very, like they've been done wrong. Yeah. That, uh, as a matter of fact, I was with a friend of mine uh, on Monday night, who's the guitar tech for. Um, uh, oh my God! I can't believe I just. He's bald, he's huge. Uh, I just completely spaced on his name. You, you're supposed to be plugged in. Okay, sorry out there, but the batteries we weren't plugged in. We need to be plugged in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh my God! I can't believe I just. Is this someone from Idol? Yes, the, uh, he 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 got ousted, ousted as it, Chris Daughtry. Yes, thank you. Hello, Chris Daughtry. I love um, Chris. You know, Chris yeah, Chris definitely was not dealt a fair hand on Idol. I mean, he went prematurely. I I believe he went prematurely, but it didn't matter because he had this. He's had a huge yeah. career. I mean, Chris Chris literally took Idol as like a little springboard and just boom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's incredible. like, he just, it didn't matter. And yeah. and Constantine, who also, you know, was, was out of there faster he than... He and I were in the bottom two. I'm like, oh, I'm so going home. Oh, you were in the bottom two together? Yeah, he and I, he was five five and six. Oh. Uh, like, he went sixth, I think. And then Scott uh, Scotty uh, was five. So yeah, Tino and I are standing, uh, you know, bottom two, and I'm like, all right. It was fun while it lasted, and I mean, everybody and their mother thinks that it's, you know, I'm going home, and he he went home, I was like, wait a second, how did that happen? And I mean, everybody was shocked, and we still joke about that. <laughs> what number did you go home? Four. Four. Four, four which is, you know, That's getting good. to four on American yeah. Idol with 150,000 people trying out that pretty year crazy. is pretty damn good. Yeah. 15,000, whatever the hell it is. It's it's. So it's you, a damn good number. You do the tour and everything happens. Yeah, we do the tour. Uh, but I, I want to come back to my little Simon. Yeah, okay, so us, girls will get you sidetracked. You got to watch. All right, wait, wait. Before, before you get to your Simon story, because that's ah, the fine. That, that's, 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 that's the, the last, button. That's, that's the button. The button. So, before, so the, the last button, what's it like when you do get voted, when that day happens and it's your time? And they make you sing. And, and they it, make you sing. Again, it's how you look at it. You yes. Can, you, can, you can stand there and feel sorry for yourself. Or you're given another opportunity to showcase what you got in Love front it. of 30 million people, and, and you took it like that. I did. I mean, I, I went with it. it Honestly, for me personally, there was a sense of relief. I mean, I was I was away from you know the finale and the whole you mm -hmm. know being you know the record deal and the whole thing. But when I was eliminated, I felt relieved because it's a lot that. of pressure. 
It's I a lot of pressure, and, and again, I had no idea what I wanted to do mm -hmm. or who I was you artistically. Were so, young. Yeah. so for me, I was just—it was all about the show. So I wasn't even really thinking too much ahead. Right. You know, so which what, is the best way to do life anyway? Yeah. Just to be present. Just you got to be present, and yeah. I was definitely present. But when I was when I was eliminated, I was yeah. When I, I remember singing my exit song, you do just feeling like light on my feet. I'm like, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> You're this. probably one of the few that w were wise enough to relish that moment instead of feeling sorry for yourself. Because you know, again, it's such a unique experience and it's such an incredible experience. What you're you're never going to get to do that again. It's it doesn't, unbelievable. It doesn't, you can become the the greatest superstar. You know, the next greatest superstar. You will never have this experience again. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that Frank Sinatra started on the talent show? I no. did not know that. Yeah. Radio show. Wow. Oh, okay. I'm sure he won. Uh, Come he on. was he was singing with two or two or three other guys in a group. Yeah. And I wish I had more details, like the name of the group and the okay, name we're of the show. Have to check that out. But I think the Google has it. Okay, we'll figure it out. The Google. The Google. So, all right. So so. So, and also when, you, when you're voted off, you get to go on Ellen and yes. meet Mark and J-Lo and, and you get to go on Leno and I'm sure there was a lot of other stuff that was yes. going on, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, there was a lot of other stuff going on and yeah, I mean, you get to, you know, start working on the next leg of your life. And you, and our door is open. Mm -hmm. Okay, so tell us the Simon Button story. Okay, so the Simon Button story, and I think it's, it really is the perfect button to my idol journey. Uh, right after the finale, I went into his dressing room. And you know, just to kind of thank him for the whole experience and everything. And um, he sat me down, which I didn't, you know, I was like, hmm, okay. And he started asking me a question. He, uh, he asked me this question. He's like, well, you know, what are you going to do next? What do you want to do with your career? And, you know, I told him that, you know, I know I still have some things to work on, but I want to do this and that and the other. And he looked at me. He said, Anthony, I'll be very honest with you. Uh, if you want my advice, what you need to do is you need to crawl under a rock for the next six to seven years and live some life, study, you know, get to know your instrument, get to know yourself as an artist. And when you come back, people are going to love you because you're very likable and you do have a lot of talent, but you're not ready. Wow. So again, I could have taken it two ways. Right. How could you? How dare you? Or I took it the way I took it, which was I ran with it. Because I, I knew that I wasn't ready. Deep in my heart, even though, yeah, you're sitting there in the moment and you're, you know, it's not the thing that you want to hear. You want to, you want to hear. Also, say, you've got this incredible instrument. Your instrument is amazing. It was amazing then. It's amazing now. So you've got that. But the artist thing. So I the artist thing, yeah. And, and Simon has been in the business long enough. And he knows, like, wh what he said about Carrie, uh, I, it was so spot on because I knew that Carrie was going to win that year. Like, mm -hmm. and I told her every week, I'm like, Carrie, you're going to get. You this is you're gonna win this and every week she actually thought she was going home she's like I'm going home I'm going home I'm going home and I'm like no you're gonna win and she really meant it she was really humble she, yeah she, no Carrie's great mm -hmm. um, I I'm very very happy for everything that she's achieved in her career and he was right she so he, just so people understand because I feel like you and Carrie are around the same age at this time mm -hmm. what about her was ready and what about you wasn't ready you know what uh, I mean with, with Carrie I mean you you saw who she was you know you know she you you heard her voice and you knew that she was going to be a country star. Mm -hmm. You know she had her lane. You yes. know, actually, I didn't because I was a Bo Vice. When it came down um, to the two of them, I wanted Bo. Did you want Carrie or Bo? 
you were, you were Harry. Harry. Yeah. Team Carrie. I was, I was, I was, you too? I Me was and Harry. I was both then, so. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, well, with Carrie, you just, you, you knew that she already kind of had her lane, you know. She mm -hmm. had, her voice was perfect for country. She's yeah. a country girl. And, you know, for me, I was, you know, who am I? Yeah. I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, you were kind you of were great the ballads. ballads. Well, yeah. but, but ballads, I mean, you could like those power ballads, you like. Well, maybe there wasn't a lane for her, for him, that existed yet, and there was a lane for Carrie in Nashville. It was the lane was well, there. You know, what, she just needed to start lane, driving. But down. He didn't know what his lane was yet. Yeah, but yeah. If he, is he kind of is he is he Clay Aiken? Is yeah. he, is he a rock star? I, mean, I wasn't even writing at that point. So mm. and and my artistry, I came into my own through my songwriting, and it took oh. me. Okay, oh, so yeah. this is a perfect time, Anthony, yes. <laughs> to uh, to uh, get you to uh, do a little plan for us. All right. Uh, Sure. Okay. So let's let's do that because this is now an artist before us. Okay. So I'll do a little. Uh, this is a song that's going to be on the Calling on You album, and uh, it's called "Live Life Beautiful." I'm just going to hold this up before you you do that. That's the, the new CD. Okay. Okay. So uh, you got something. Tells you that you listen, that you're not enough. Every second, second guessing whether you will ever be enough. Oh, there's no need for all this stress, and every one of us is living flawed. So appreciate your blessing that you are and open up your heart. Whatever, wherever you may go. Take a robot. 
I mean, like all of you out there, you're part of the private concert, but we're like having a, a concert for three here, which is freaking me out, and all of you out there. But this is the artist. I mean, you know, was it Idol that started having, they used to write, they, the final song that the finalists would sing, did they ever get to do their own songs on Idol? Uh, that, again, all that stuff came after. It came after, but I'm thinking, like, if you were this, like, if you were on The Voice this season, we're voting for you. We're yeah, voting for you. People have asked me, you know, if you, you, know, you should go audition for The Voice. Can you do like, that after you do it? You know what, I'm not sure, um, but I kind of feel like I'm on a really good path right now. Yeah. Um, you don't need to do that. No, I mean, I, I recently just signed a publishing deal. Um, nice. So I'm very, very excited about that. Um, this is BMI? Uh, what's that? Well, I, as, as a songwriter, I've been, I've, I've been with BMI right after American Idol, but um, I signed with this company. They're, um, they're called Real Music Works, uh -huh. and it's a company here out of Los Angeles. And um, yeah, you know, we're working on some really interesting projects, and they're helping me with the release of my album uh, for next year. So, um, yeah. That's uh, pretty exciting. And that was a fabulous song. I loved you. it. And your voice is amazing. It's like, um, I, I like, there's a little part of me that is begging for me to ask you, like, if you can do, like, a couple bars of Every Time You Go or, you know, one of those, like, songs that you sang on Idol. But I won't, but I won't force you to, but... Um, I can I can do maybe a couple of bars. I mean, I, I don't know how to play them, but... Um, so you can sing an acapella. I can sing it. an acapella. I mean, I'll, I'll do it just for you. Every time you go away, you take a piece of me with you. Every time you go away, you take a piece of me with you. Ooh. Hi. <laughs> when you sang that song, you killed me when you sang that song. You absolutely killed me. That was phenomenal. I think you finally shut Simon up with that. You one. know what? I I gotta I gotta give credit to a good friend of mine. His name is Eddie Gens, and mm -hmm. uh, if he's in New York, um, he actually was one of my earlier influences um, as you know as a singer. And he suggested I do that song. He's like, wow. dude, you gotta do that song. I promise you, Simon's gonna you know. Wow. So, so how does that? How 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 did that happen? Like, did you know? Bef like, did you have enough time between? Hollywood week in the show to like, okay, I'm a, if I make it this, I'll sing this, 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 or did you do well, it week themes, to week? So you can't, well, there were, there were yeah, some things. I mean, yeah, yeah they, they give us a list of songs and, and they have to clear those songs. So we mm. don't really have too many songs. Mm. Like, we, I, okay, I have to learn these three for the next three weeks. It's uh, each week you get a new theme and then we have our little sit down and and do you ever fight over who's going to get the you song? Know, so, so, not necessarily fight. I don't remember people fighting, but mm -hmm. yeah, you you would have uh, people kind of uh, choosing the same song. I mean, it happened with me and Carrie uh, when we it was um, I forget. It was right when I got eliminated, actually. Uh, what song did you go? If you don't know me by now, I think. Uh, but that was the other one that you did. That was just crazy. I was just debating which one to ask you for. That's another one you did. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. She didn't do that, did she? I think so. Did she? Really? I, I don't remember that. Do you remember? We sang the same song. I, I think yeah. that might have happened once. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember that. Well, if, if she sang that song, I, I can't imagine she said because I only remember your version. So 
If you don't know me, Mike, do you remember when you sang that? I remember when you sang that. You yeah, you did the Simply Red version. Yeah. yeah, it was it was really great. Yeah, and my, yeah I mean, I, I looking back again, like, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have chosen that song. Why? I don't know, because it's not, you know, uh, like, at this point, I think my voice lends itself more to, you know, the pop, pop rock stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, at least it, that's what I've kind of grown into. Um, do you so write songs in Spanish as well, or do you just sing? I do, actually. Um, I, I, I do have songs in Spanish. I don't write lyrics in Spanish, mm -hmm. but uh, melodically, uh -huh. I, you know, I, I write different styles from salsa to, you know, the, the Latin ballads to reggaeton, you know. I Can mean, you the, sing the, us a little something international? Uh, like this uh, for Live Life Beautiful, it's got that little, you know, it's got that reggaeton yes. feel. So when you listen to the album, um, it has, it. it's got a little fusion of some reggaeton and some rock in there. Oh. Cool. But do you um, sing? Do you sing in other languages on your CD? Not, not. Okay, this one's American. Yeah, English. Yeah, American. So, but I, I, I want to do. I actually want to do a version of "Live Life Beautiful" in Spanish. So. Oh, that'd be cool. I, I, I look forward to the story when you see Mark Anthony next. I ran into him uh, oh. several times actually um, after we initially met, and I, I, I know a bunch of his um, band guys are good friends of mine. So, uh, so yeah, I ran into him at the Latin Music Awards at one point, and. And he, it's funny, he actually remembered me, and oh. I didn't think he would, and he's like, Hey man, how the fuck are you? What's going on? It's so <laughs> cool! He's just totally chill, and I'm like, I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> and is he still an idol? What's that? Is he still an idol of yours? Yes. 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 I, I definitely would love to work with him at some point. So. Alright, All right, so and Anthony... Mark? Yeah. His last name is your first name, okay? <laughs> it's meant to Make be. Make it happen. Mark anytime Anthony Federer. Anytime I meet a, a, a Mark, I'm like, dude. <laughs> All right, so this show is called The Road Taken because it's celebrity road, it's celebrity maps of success. So what we used to do when we were in this studio and back before, we would uh, send you out and then Louise and I would discuss what we think were the secrets to your success. But we're going to keep you here because okay. we want to do it with you. Okay. Like I'm getting from this that attitude with me and you, it's all about your attitude. Also, willing to learn. I think that's what you mean. It is. You know, constructive criticism and really being able to hear the constructive part and not the not taking to heart too yeah. much the criticism. I yeah. think I think I think willingness to learn is is the key. And being open, and also it takes it takes confidence to be able to take criticism. Yeah. I mean, if wow, you don't, if that's, you, right, because right. if you if you don't feel good about yourself and yeah. somebody puts you down. You're dead, yeah. right? But so if, that, you, if yeah. you believe, oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I know, I know what my abilities are, and I'm mm -hmm. definitely confident in what I'm able to do. Uh, so I don't have to doubt myself. Am I good enough? Am I not good enough? I know I'm good enough. The question now becomes, how can I get better, mm -hmm. and how do I surround myself with people who can help me get to that next stage in my life mm -hmm. and th that next stage in my career? So. Um, so yeah, it's it's staying open and really like we don't get that much time on this planet, so we got to make the most of it. Yeah. yeah. So we just yeah. Well, I love I love that takeaway of um, finding the good in what people say, running with that, taking taking constructive criticism constructively and yeah. using it to construct a wow. better me version yes. of me, yes. right? Because that's what the that's what constructive criticism is. I never really realized it until I was just saying it. But it is to construct yeah. something better, right? Mm -hmm. And you really did that, and you've really run with it. And you're also just um, Anthony's an incredibly lovely person. I I I 
was at that Sam Harris show, and and you and when I when I found out you were opening, I didn't know before I got there. I was like, holy shit! I like called my kids. I'm like texting Harry and Smith. Oh my god, Anthony, better off is here. And the, like Harry was like mad at me because I didn't take you with me. And <laughs> and, um, and then you know I you never know how to I, I, approaching somebody is so cheesy and it was so weird, but you made me comfortable like immediately. You were just so cool and chill and so lovely with everybody who wanted to talk to you and. And, and by the way, that duo, the girl that you sang with that night, yeah. what's her name? Uh, Shelly Siegel. Yeah. You guys are fabulous yeah, we've together. We've been writing some pretty cool stuff together. So. That, you were, that was an amazing set that you guys yeah. did. And uh, is, uh, so do you have any gigs coming up that we can tell people about? Uh, well, at the moment, no. I'm actually, now that I'm, I'm back, I, was, I, j I just did um, uh, a tour in Hawaii. And then I, I'm back now, um, going to be here for the rest of the year, back in the studio writing. And I'm actually going to be working on a couple of pretty cool writing projects um, before the year is done. And um, Well, I have a date for you. I, I was yeah, going to send it to you. Tell, yeah, we're, I, I'm just catching up on all my emails. Okay, so because so. if Anthony says yes, hopefully he will, he will open up for Ed Asner here in the room where it happens on January 2nd, if it works for you. January 2nd? Yeah, it's a Tuesday at 11 in the morning. Okay. So, Anthony Federoff here in the living room doing like a full set hearing lots of that music. So maybe before we go, you can play us out with something else. Okay, uh, let's, let's do see. it. Huh, what should I do? Uh, you can do a cover. I could do a cover. I'll get in trouble for it, but we, we, I won't announce it on the thing and nobody will notice. Or you can do one, another one of your songs, whatever makes oh you happy. Gosh, I don't, um, see, I need to like, I need to capo everything I do. Yeah, well, you're a singer. You're a singer and an artist. Okay, how about I'll do just like a little verse and a chorus of uh, one of my other songs from the album uh, called We All Come From Somewhere. Sounds good. Okay. That's the one where they could hear you sing as a seven-year-old, right? Or as a little kid, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Enjoy it. for that. Uh, Anthony will be back with us in the living room singing a full set on uh, January 2nd, we hope. And um, thank you so much. Absolutely. And if you guys want to follow me, please visit my website, anthonyfedoroffmusic.com. Follow me on Twitter at Anthony Federoff. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Anthony Federoff Music. I have to get all my social media in. Hey, otherwise, get it in. Get otherwise, it in. I never tell people. No, you know, I need to work on that. And so I have, I have a lot of voices in my ear right now like, 
Go tell him, tell him. Tell him, tell him, tell him. You got anything else? Uh, that's it. So Facebook, Anthony Federoff. Instagram, Anthony Federoff Music. And uh, Twitter, at Anthony Federoff. You know, follow me and uh, keep up with everything I'm doing. Love it. And um, we will see you next week. It's, it's going to be the eve of Thanksgiving. Oh, nice. And with us is going to be Gregory Harrison. I don't even want to talk about Trapper John. And I don't even want to talk about like how fabulous Gregory this Harrison is. This place better smell like stuffing. <laughs> I'm not cooking this year. Oh, well. But um, I'll fake it somehow. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you next time. Uh, stuffing scented back, candles. Back on the road taken. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Yay!